As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Welcome to The Athletic MBA Show, Monday through Friday, on The Athletic Podcast Network. They will... Bruh. New York strip steak? This is the Basketball Buds. Braised beef short ribs? Dang! With Zach Harper and your favorite athletic writers. Get mad at me, bro. I'm gone. Welcome to the Basket Buds edition of the Athletic NBA Show podcast on the Athletic Podcast Network. I'm Zach Harper. We got Trevon Edwards. We got Dave DeFour. We got Jay King. And we got some offseason to talk about. But, gentlemen, before we get to moves that we like and don't like, which I'm going to call... I'm going to call this game Sign or Sigh. It's not that clever, but it's what I came up with on the spot. I just so, sighed. That, that's <laughs> pretty good. We're going to play good. Sign or Sigh later on in the show. And we're going to talk about a, a bunch of stuff that's going on or that has gone on. Summer League, schedule release, all this stuff. But first, LeBron is fueled up, guys, because in a random polling of what I think was about 10 executives or scouts, LeBron did not get a single vote for best player in the league out of those random 10 votes from scouts and and uh, executives. Now we're going to have John Schumann's official GM survey right before the season starts, and that will be exciting. We always look forward to that. But this uh, this this little random polling from ESPN uh, did not have him picked as any of that. So he started calling himself super wash. He said that he was uh you know, he as if he didn't need more more fuel for himself. Hashtag washed king emoji. Um, there's a lot there, and so I I go back to that story that that David Aldridge told us a while back about LeBradford <laughs> Smith and Michael Jordan, right? Where LeBradford had like 37 in a game against him as a maybe a second year player. I can't remember if he was rookie or second year player, and they're doing a home and home. And they're trying to ask him about like, hey, you just scored thirty-seven points against Michael Jordan, all this stuff. And he's like, no, 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 don't do that. I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, I don't want that smoke. And then, and then Michael Jordan made up this story about how LeBradford Smith had said good game to him after that. And by the way, a game that the Bullets lost anyway, right? <laughs> like they, right. they didn't even win the game. And so, and then the next game, Mike ends up with forty-seven, but I think he had thirty-six at the half, almost matching LeBradford's total as the as week the second half, in. honestly. Yeah, I mean, really, really weak second half. Uh, you know, Wash King would have done that. Wash King would have been consistent throughout. But, uh, you know, Jordan made up stories to fuel himself. And I do think, like, at a certain point, at a certain level of greatness and a certain longevity of greatness, you probably do have to do that stuff, right? So, like, I, this this random poll on ESPN does not matter, right? It's just, like, it's some, it's some off-season content to get us through, Um and so, like, it's a, it's. Inter- I think it's interesting that they split it between Giannis and, and KD on that. But LeBron not getting one of these, I think it was ten votes, um, isn't a big deal because for all we know, the other twenty would have been like, oh, it's LeBron James, right? Like, it, he may still be the overall winner here. But, um, but I don't know, Trey. Like with with LeBron and this, you know, this using this as fuel, is this better or worse than players being upset about their two K ranking? This might be worse. No, 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 no. 2K, 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 2K obviously is worse because it's just a video game. And, you know, 
the only person that obviously it was effective for it was Hakeem. I mean, uh, Hassan Whiteside, right? Right. Was like, <laughs> that I'm was just, the only person. You know, I'm just playing well to get my 2K rating up, right? Right. And some guys, you know, 2K just doesn't get it right. Shout out to them people over there. Um, but it's interesting because it's like, okay, cool. It, they didn't rank you 50. It didn't rank you 93rd. <laughs> it didn't rank you, <laughs> you know what I mean? A disrespectful. They just said that you're not the best player at the moment. Like, I mean, you could feel that way. Like, Zach, I'm sure you feel you're the best podcaster along with Jay King and Dave before. You know what I mean? And say, hey, I'm the best. And that's cool. I'm the GOAT. That's cool to think it. But if other people vote, <laughs> the people decide. The people yeah, if decide. They, if they, if they, they get decide. it wrong, if they get it wrong and don't pick me, yeah, of course, I'm going to be mad. Wash pod. There you go. <laughs> Hashtag wash pod. So when you really think about this situation, it's <laughs> like, pod. are we talking? Li- li- listen to who we're talking about. I would understand if they put like, and this is not a shot at anybody, but they put Jokic above him. You feel me? If they put Jokic, if they put Luca up there, if they put yeah, like guys that ain't really uh, like Harden or Steph, like, yeah, I think like have one good yeah. year or two or three. You know what I mean? And he's right. earned his keep. But to say that you not, you don't think you're better than Giannis or Katie individually at this point. You do believe that you're in a conversation, and that's respectable. Like I think any list made, he's in top five, regardless. You know what I mean? Pre preset. And I had him at five with no Kawhi Leonard this season coming up, right? So I'm like, okay, you're 37 with a lot of miles, and we're going off of what you normally do, but we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know if it's just going to be one night where you're driving to the basket and it just it doesn't look the same. You know what I mean? And we've seen those players like, damn, does he look old? Is that what 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 happened right there? You know what I mean? And we've seen those type of switches hit like, damn. That's it for him, and LeBron. Well, it already has, doesn't look the same, Trey. That's well, the we thing. saw it. We saw it after the ankle injury, right? Like he, yeah. that's how he looked. Like he wasn't turning the corner. Oh, it was very gingerly, but like he still was able to perform. We saw it at before a high the level. ankle injury, right? He's been. I mean, it's been a few. I mean, look, he's thirty-seven. This is not. It shouldn't even be considered slander to say the guy is getting older. Look, like, I, it's just sports. On the on a, I guess I don't even think this watch is the his anniversary. Watch old highlights one time. It's not the like just watch yeah. his old highlights. He used yeah. to absolutely fly more than anyone else in the world. Right. He doesn't do that anymore, and he he's adapted. He's become so much better in so many other areas. To me, this is this is the first time in like we've probably had this conversation ten times, eleven times mm-hmm. after seasons over the years where LeBron was not considered the best player in the game. And probably should have been. This is now the first time where he should not be considered the best player in the game. Wow. Like a- after the season he just had, after the season KD had, after the season Giannis had, I, LeBron's just I almost, not there I almost at this think point. it's damn near disrespectful, though. Like, you got Kevin doing what he did, right? And then you got Giannis winning a ring. How do you skip the line? I mean, I don't, I don't get that. I don't, I don't understand. He got it. beat by the Suns in round one. Well, despite that, and I still don't even like. I don't think he's the best player on a team. I think AD is. Ooh, but it's not. I do not. That I do not. Now that I'm at that. Even, I don't healthy, think AD's even as healthy, close to. Nah, LeBron. I got, I got a healthy AD right now versus year, uh, year nineteen, Bron. The reason I don't is because I don't think AD makes his teammates better. Right. But he's good. But, he's but, individually but here, but spectacular. Here, but here we go. I just don't think AD uh, like has those skill set of LeBron. You feel me? Like oh, everybody sure, don't play like, like that. Like we can't just say, "Oh my God, he's dominating the year twenty, and he has he's averaging seventeen and ten assists." You know what I'm saying? Because right. that's his style of play. Like he right. can still be good. By making the right play. LeBron makes the right play. He's one of the smartest players to ever play the game. But I don't think it's a fair assessment to keep him top five because he's making the right play and he has the right talent around him. I think other guys would be successful, just as successful as him, if they had the right talent around him. Like He's not going to have the Kobe Bryant-type-like farewell. You know what I'm saying? His rosters are going to be 0-4 Lakers-like. Where every year they're going to have somebody that 
still has he's a not name. Be drag, he's not dragging Kendall Marshall around, right? No, like, he's not. He, no, he's not going to be having these guys that you're looking like. Even the MJ Wizards, where it's that like Lakers team was. They kind of had some talent though. When you look back, Kendall can yeah, play. They, yeah, no, they, they were won bums, games but I'm year, just saying, so like, they, yeah. Had, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? They had like Kendall can play, Julius but you don't Randall, want him starting. Julius Randle, D'Angelo Russell, Jordan Clarkson. Were they all on that team? I'm not so, lying, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. That, that sounds right. They kind of had a lot of talent, but they were all young and unproven. Well, yeah, because they were picking top seven ready, every year because they sucked. That was like <laughs> they were terrible. Yeah. yeah. Jay, what's funny is to your point about like he's not doing the the stuff that he used to do athletically. You know that's true because whenever he does have that big dunk in a game, the fact that everyone's like, "Hey, still do it at this age." No, if he was still doing it all the time, like we wouldn't be marveling that he's still doing it. It would just still be regular, right? Like it would still, it would still just be regular. Like I do. I, I think that uh, I'm going to go against what, what Trey's saying a little bit. Like I one, I think he's much better than AD and AD is an incredible singular force that is so good as an individual player that it puts him up there with the top players in the league. Mm-hmm. But I just think LeBron's better because there is more depth to what he does as a, as a team player. And I think individually he can do everything that, that AD does. Um, but also like Dave, I think that LeBron should be in consideration for best player in the league. Now I do think there are plenty of reasons to have reservations about that, but there are reservations to think that KD is going to be healthy, that, that Giannis is going to, be able to replicate what he did in the finals like that like you have i think you have questions about everybody at the top right now in one way or another to where if lebron's healthy and maybe that's just the conversation if lebron's healthy post this high ankle sprain like yeah there's no reason not to think that he can be the best player in the league see well, i, I don't know, think he has that why, level anymore i i, I really and maybe don't. not and and here's my thing he will probably always be one of the best players in the league but he has athletically fallen off and he did that even when he led them to a title he was not doing all the same things he used to do and that's okay because he's he's gotten so much better as a shooter he's the best decision maker probably of a generation at least for a guy who's as talented as he is he he can still warp a game to his his liking and i just think the 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 fall off for him has been enough and the rise for Giannis and the continued ascension or like i don't i don't even know what you want to call it for kd <laughs> him just coming back from injury and i mean being, he's kd's just kd like he's like a, he came he's back an from a torn yeah. achilles and was immediately back to being mvp caliber which is crazy but Le- lebron's fallen off a, just a little bit to me and and that's enough to like fall out of the the best player contention and that's okay like they they could still win a title with him ad and russ i also think the lakers have made it tougher on him like you look at kd he's got shooters everywhere around him it's it's easier for him you look at Giannis; the bucks have surrounded him with pieces that fit him you look at lebron it's like he was playing last year with dennis schroeder kyle kuzma like a lot of guys but but they were also necessarily fit the mold of like what brings him to his best Right, but it was different though, right? Because they were also the best defense of the league start to finish, even when LeBron and AD weren't out there. Like right. I do think that it's just a different type of success. Like I, I see what you're saying, but but like Dave, they they were the, they were the best defense in the league by far. And, and well, I yeah. also think it, it it didn't used to matter who played around him. Like he brought Sasa Vujacic, Zdrunas Ogalskis, Anderson Varejao to the finals, and and he was doing ridiculous got smoked. stuff. Now I think it matters a little bit what type of roster he has around him, though. You know, like well, especially like in the it West, it matters that he doesn't have as much spacing. It matters because he doesn't have quite the physical gifts that he used to to be able to blow by anyone. Well, and, I, I don't know, and destroy, I think this, obliterate I think a defense that way. I think it's getting a little ridiculous because I also think like they were hurt last year. Like he was hurt, they were hurt. Like I think that that matters but he's 37. Like that's just kind of what it is at 37 for, for right? sure. But do you remember like in January? We were talking about how they're sleepwalking to dominance. Like they like everything changed when they got hurt. And, and before that, we were joking around how they're not even trying and they're kicking everyone's ass. Yeah. That, the only issue they had was shooting. You know, I, I thought that with with the way that they're that they were defending, they they could have coasted through the regular season with LeBron and AD able to kind of take a step back a little bit. You know, the the idea of Dennis Schroeder and and Montrez Harrell kind of working 
through the regular season to give those guys a rest. We never got to see it. So we don't know what it would have looked like if they had made it to the playoffs healthy. And I think we all agreed that there's a good chance that they make the finals if they were healthy, right? Like, I, I don't think that that's too hot of a take. I'm assuming, I mean, I, I, you know, I, you get I, two I top five very, players on a team. Yeah, yeah. I feel very confident right, that if so they had stayed healthy, they make but the But Jay's point, Jay's point is a good one, though, because, I mean, LeBron is not blowing past guys even when healthy anymore, right? Like, that's just not a thing. I mean, it's a lot of power in this game now. But I think, I think his ability to control plays, pace. Though, oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. Well, because he's still one of the best players in the league. Right. And the thing that he does better than everyone else is literally set the pace of the game. I mean, this is like... Usually we don't see players doing it as young as Luca does it, but it's one of the things that makes Luca look so special is because he's doing it so young. Well, LeBron's the best at it, possibly ever. And he's just incredible at that. So he really does bend the game to his will to a certain degree. And it makes up for some of the loss of physical attributes that he's experienced as he's aged. That being said, th- this argument here is exactly why I prefer Seth's tears when we're talking about these top players, because oh, Zach, like when he you cries a great about point. It, those tears. <laughs> well, those are the best. <laughs> but I, uh, I, I think that Zach, you made a great point. Number one, we don't know. We're guessing, right? And mm-hmm. it's gonna vary week by week. Yeah, I think we're gonna have a week where LeBron looks like you know. The best LeBron's player. the best player in the league, dudes, and we're gonna get a, right. we're gonna get clipped from this podcast. That you guys question LeBron, and yeah. it's gonna get thrown I'm fine with it, bro. I question him every year. I'm okay with it. They can question. I, I also think this is an important <laughs> distinction to make. He he is no longer the best regular season player. Right? Yeah. Can uh, he still be the best playoff player? I I think that's up for debate. And if he is, the Lakers will be in a great place. If he can't get there, then I don't know. So here, so here's but, my here's but my that, thing. That's the thing. Like, he, he, if he can be the best player for 25 games or whatever it's going to be in the playoffs, then that's all that matters at this point. He won't be the best regular season player next year. So before we pivot, let's give our personal rank of where he's at right now. Uh, Jay, let me start with you. I'll go KD, Giannis, and then LeBron's in like they would be my top tier. And then I would have like LeBron. So you got Steph, LeBron over Steph, Harden. Um, no, they're in. They're in my like LeBron, Steph, Harden would asking, all be in my next th- two. My question is one through five. He's top five, correct? Yeah, I I, I think I'd have him top five. Okay, so where does think. he be- where does he belong what? in that in that top five? What number? See, the, I, th- I thought we were doing tears here. Uh, no, no. <laughs> Seth actually, does tears. I thought we were doing tears here. No, that's uh, copyright infringement. At best, third. <laughs> okay, so you got him over Steph. Okay, cool. Goodness. At best, third. Zach, but, but what you got Bron at? I got him at one. Still, Ooh, You still got him wow. as the best player. Yeah, because here's the thing. Like, <laughs> This is the funny thing to me, and this is how like funny basketball is. Yo, if KD's foot is behind the line, on that shot in game seven. We're not even considering Giannis, right? Oh, I don't know if that's true. No, no, yeah, no, I don't know in this conversation, I guarantee we're not bringing him into the, as number one. And I guarantee he's not getting those votes from, from that from that random poll. I guarantee it. But he we might be shitting on this dude for 50, not getting 15, it right in the yeah, playoffs. 25 <laughs> in a closeout game. In what? the finals. You're right. You're right. But if that shoe is four yeah. inches you know, back a little bit, we don't get that, right? So that's the funny thing to me is that it's literally a game of inches here in terms of considering Giannis for the top. Now, I do think Giannis is obviously a top five player. Like, I would go LeBron one, KD two. And the reason KD's not number one for me is because he's back offensively. Defensively, he's not the same player he was before the injury. And is so, he still better I, than LeBron defensively, though? No. Hell no. No, LeBron, LeBron is a way line. better than him defensively. Yeah. Like, KD was um, getting smoked this year. And he should be. He's coming back from an ACL and or for, from an Achilles injury. Like you should be getting like, but KD like got better as the season went on defensively. But he's still not even close to what he was before. And LeBron's a damn good defender. Like I don't know what you're talking about there. I I think KD was a lot better than you're giving him credit for late in this season. Late in the season, but okay, I need it more than like eight games in the playoffs. Like I I think that. Like it showed that he was improving and getting back there, but until he's back to that defensively, I'm not putting him over LeBron because I think that's how good LeBron is. 
Um, so I would go, I would go LeBron one, KD two, Steph three, Giannis four. Um, who would be five for me? Where's Luca? Luca's not top five. He's not me. top five. Um, We're not going to no. He's top ten. I'm with you, but five. I think he has a chance to be top I'd five. I probably go. I probably year. go Embiid, but it's either Embiid, Embiid or Jokic. Gotta be high, Jokic is yeah. way up there too. He but, would be in Embiid, my second so, tier. So Jokic is like the workhorse, right? Where he plays every game. Embiid, I think, is a better player because of how great he is defensively. But like, you can't really guarantee he's gonna he's gonna be there for the whole season. So I'll I'll just say Embiid because of the overall. But it it wouldn't shock me if if Jokic is higher on everybody else's list. See, I, okay. I don't hate that list at all, uh, I think, Zach. I think that's pretty good. Dave, where you I, at with it? I'm a Jokic over Embiid guy, and and I, I don't think it's particularly close. And, and why you say that? I, I just think Jokic by himself is an unstoppable offense. Like, it it doesn't really matter. He was playing with Faku. He was playing with, like, and he he's, he's had more playoff success than Embiid. He's, despite looking lumpy and doughy and everything like that, he's had better stamina when it counts than Embiid. He's always been incredible down the in the clutch, whereas Embiid tends to fade away in fourth quarters. Um, and I, I obviously, there's a big gap defensively between them. But I, I just think Jokic, because of how he's performed in playoffs and because of how he's performed late in fourth quarters to help Nuggets wins, that that separates him in my eyes from Embiid, who's who as good as he's been and as great as he's gotten has has never been able to carry his team to wins or even out of like the second round. And he's lost to some mediocre team. Like losing to the Hawks is yeah. is pretty bad. And obviously, he wasn't the I mean, issue in that series. On. Yeah, hold on a second. <laughs> like, that, but, oh, but I mean, he's dude. He, he shot them out of that one game that they should have won he, with he a did. lot of like really well, bad stuff. I also stuff, think it, it matters to that team that in, late in fourth quarters, like he's not the same defensively and and not quite as prolific offensively. So that matter that stuff matters to me, and I think yeah. Jokic gets better in, in those moments for sure. And and like you know, Embiid got swept in the second round. This oh wait, no no no, that was Jokic. Jokic got swept and got outplayed by DeAndre Aiden. That's right. I forgot about that. But no, good points. Good points. <laughs> so, uh, Dave, who you who do you have? Um, man, LeBron. I don't know. I I don't actually. I really just never think about this stuff like this. Uh, Except when I mean, you said I think, Anthony Davis was the best player in the game. Uh, no, no. I said <laughs> now we could go to the tape, but I said he might be right. Like it depends on your interpretation. And again, this stuff changes throughout the year constantly. Like I mean, we we see guys go on runs and. You know, like Steph Curry at the end of the season, was he the best player in the league? You know, he was playing like it. Oh, man, he was Jokic ridiculous. certainly had a stretch yeah, he where he was the yeah, best Jokic, guy. In the Jokic, league. obviously, so, yeah, yeah. So this is like this is where my mind goes, and so, but I actually I think Zach, I'm kind of with you on your list. I, I think that I I don't know that I have LeBron one. I think I have KD one, probably Giannis too, because you know the defense that that Giannis brings is just you know I, I think he's probably the best defender in the league, and uh, and then. I don't know, some combination of LeBron, Steph, and Jokic or Embiid. I, I don't know. Um, but that top tier to me is pretty clear. Like those guys are the difference makers, differentiators, guys who can be the best player on a championship team level guys. I mean, that LeBron is still there and he's been playing for 19 years. I think yeah. that that's the stuff that gets lost when we, you know, talk about, oh no, two players out of 450 might be better than you. It's do such a weird thing to get pissed about. about this stuff. No, or no, but no, just think about I, it. I, I think no, performative as fuck. Fucking cares. Hell yeah. yeah. I mean, everything is a performance, right? Everything. Like, I, I wouldn't be shocked if there's a special edition Space Jam, a new legacy version coming out next week, and that's what this is used as marketing. I wouldn't be shocked. Please <laughs> no. Please no. Don't make us the watch director's another one. the director's cut. You know, I would I would be shocked about that. I I, I don't think I mentioned Harden for. For possibly for fifth, but I I should throw yeah. there because I think I'm he should be up there. Yeah, Harden. I got him at four. You got LeBron at four. I got him at four. I got Kawhi would be in the uh, mix too if if he were. Yeah, but he's so then he would be five if Kawhi was actually playing this year. You know what I mean? And this is the only thing. Here's here's the thing, right? I got Kevin at one. Showed us all year. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean he's ridiculous. Yeah, flat out. Giannis even stamped him. 
Then I got Giannis at two. Got to put Gian- Giannis got to be in the conversation for one because he just won the chip despite anything that happened. And after coming back from his injury and hooping and doing what he did, he had quiet MVP numbers too on the low, but he was never in the conversation this past season. And then three, I got Steph still performing at a high level, whack team, still getting buckets, um, doing what he did, you know, and there's no decline in that situation. I didn't see it. Um, and then you got LeBron right there. And like four is respectable. I mean, I'm not looking four, at him. Four's still really good. Yeah. Four is four is good as hell. Yeah. <laughs> four, listen, if you if you're offended by four, cool. Yeah. I'm fine with it. But at uh 37 years old, year 19, with the supporting cast that he has now, we're not factoring that in because he's gonna be taking less shots. He's going to not be expected to show up as much as he needs to. And I think he's still going to be able to average about 23 a game. That keeps him at four. You know what I'm saying? And he's going to make some great plays. He's going to, you know, sometimes have some defensive plays. And more so his play, his all his highlights are going to be mostly offense. And again, that's still respectable. That's the conversation. If you're not top five, like five through ten is could be scrambled. In randomized, you know what I mean? Like those, those yeah, are I, those are the forgotten pack kind of five and five think, and down is that part. But if you're top five, you're still one of the biggest players in this league. And the fact that he is at his big age and still labeled a top five player big age. is a nod. I thought you were about to knock him. I thought you were about to say at his big age that he's still complaining that people think he's not the best player in the league. I was like, I well, agree that with too. that one, Trey. Well, that like, too. I mean, come on, man. Like, listen. I just don't understand caring about any of this. All these guys you're care. LeBron, all right? these, no, no, all these guys I, I know, but it's just good it's, grief, it's, it's man. Not, Log it's, off. It's not just LeBron. Nah, but if they came out with a list of top podcasters and there were just some scrubs getting votes... You, you as long care. as the check's clear, Jay, I do but, not care. But who's the scrub? I just don't. Oh, I, oh, no, I no, do because no. I know I'm but better Jay, than But Jay, <laughs> but Jay, I know you're Jay, better than the them, Zach. I, I just don't. I do not care. Listen, what? I would understand if they were like, you know, um, I got Luca over him or something, right? And I only, that would be. And, that would and be the only reason why I would using Luca's example because Luca's going to have his time, right? But he's not there yet. Yeah, we can't fast forward. You can't this fast forward that. No, and that's why I'm and saying people were mad. But the people were mad that, that uh, people Seth had him for, in tier two. The guys that people voted for were just played in the finals, like close to the final. You know, one guy played in the finals. One guy just won Olympic gold. You know what I'm saying? And played at a very high level. He wasn't healthy. None. Of, I don't think none of the stars were actually fully healthy. You know what I mean? And right. hopefully, you know, Lord willing, we get a full healthy season going into this next season. And that they're able to perform, but it's so much. I mean, I don't even want to make this a LeBron type podcast because he also some clip came out about him saying that he had the two hardest NBA championships ever. And I disagree. I think one was. I think he, com- he said it, and there was. Oh my god! Listen, he that's that's Le- also, that's the propaganda. Yeah, all the guys we're putting in the top five, the propaganda. The, the difference I like between that. them is so thin. Like any of them could be the best player in the playoffs next year, and I wouldn't be surprised. Exactly. And yeah, like it's fun to debate, it's fun to talk about, but nothing more than that. They're all just incredible. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24 7 US based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Um, all right, speaking of things that are fun to debate, I want a top moment from all you guys. Like, what's the thing you took away the most from Summer League? Ooh, well, Davion I, Mitchell. I learned about uh, Davion Tom. Mitchell. Yeah, Davion Mitchell is... I'm not buying the Davion Mitchell gas. I like him, though. I respect him. I, I'm, I mean, I'm glad that he he uh, got drafted or whatnot, but I don't I don't see that shit happening. In just wait till just wait till they move De'Aaron Fox because he's so good. Well, okay, why aren't but, you buying it? Like, what whoa. do you not buy about it? Listen, 
So that's summer league. I like that, but I want to see that that type of energy. 80, 82, and he ain't seen none of the best guards. He ain't locking it up. I agree with that. I'm, I think I think he's. I, I'm with Trey on this, where I think he's really good. Um, I think he's going to be an impact dude as a rookie, which I think is really hard to do. Uh, but I also like, look, man, he he locked up like book night on his first summer league game. Like, you know, he's, it's not like he's doing this to to Kyrie, to to Chris Paul and stuff like he's going to be really good and he's going to be fun. He's going to be competitive. And I think he I think he raises the level of competitiveness on that Kings team, which has been a problem with that group. Um, but like it is summer league at the same and time. And I like that he wants to be in sack. So ha- between Halliburton and him. They got guys that actually want to be kings. That's rare. <laughs> that like mm-hmm. I want to be a Sacramento king. You know what I'm saying? Like that's very rare. And I think like his energy is going to be great. I do not want to see a three guard situation. That's going to remind me of Hornacek in Phoenix. And I do not want to see that at all because they're going to be getting barbecue chicken if they do try that. Like I said, I've you know I ain't mentioned names, but I talked to a couple guys, and like I said, that's not happening in the league, bro. He not about to be locking none of that up. He gonna get some of them guys that think it's sweet. He might catch a Darius Garland or um, Darius Garland catches strays. I mean, not listen. I like <laughs> Darius Garland, but I just say like Darius Garland probably gonna approach the game and smirk at him, and probably right. really be surprised that Davion Mitchell's coming with that type of energy versus a Kyrie, a James Harden. You know, guys that Luca like that gonna use his butt. Come on, how how tall is Davion Mitchell? Six one, maybe cut six it out, one, something yeah. like cut that. it out, bro. Like you know, and mm-mm, no, I, I. So go ahead, so, Jay. So here, here, here's what I buy about it. I I think defense more than anything tends to carry over from summer league to the NBA. Like if if you can really move your feet, if you're aggressive, if you're smart, that's going to carry over to the NBA because all those things matter in the NBA in actual games. You're right, he's not going to be bottling up the best point guards nobody does. But that Kings team was woefully inept defensively. Uh, not not woefully inept, the worst in NBA history. Yeah, and, and like, needed needed some badass dudes to come in there and change the energy. And I think he does that. And I I think he'll he'll be that irritant. He'll be that pest every single day at practice and it will raise the level of intensity of a lot of guys on that team and i i think we've probably seen that that culture change happen in in other places like when the warriors were first coming up there were there were stories about how draymond green pissed off people at practice because he came in and he was yelling at people and it was you know okay draymond's here and it pissed off a lot of vets who were kind of comfortable in their ways but you need that when you're transitioning from the worst defense in NBA history to whatever the Kings want to become. So I think all that matters. And then two, I think offensively, he just gets where he wants. And I don't see many guys staying in front of him. And I, I think that will oh, matter shit. too. How much it will matter on the Kings where they already I don't know about that. Hey, I don't know about that. Hey, the gas is high on this pod and the gas is high outside, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say that. I'm just saying he he no can shit, get where he wants with the ball. Gallon. He's he's going to be a good player. Now what that matters, I don't I don't know. But I I like Davion Mitchell before the draft. I didn't like him ending up on the Kings, but I I see it better now that like they they need somebody to be that feisty and and he'll definitely be that guy. So my sleepers right now, bro, Josh Christopher. Right. Oh, love Josh Christopher. He oh my good. god. As, as everybody else got all Woo! the attention, he played efficient. He did what he did on both ends of the floor. Um, was definitely a fave. Um, and I really like Cam Thomas. Yeah, he can. Cam he Thomas. Can I don't know. Oh I don't god. know. He's such a scorer. I don't know what's his what's his role going to be with the Nets, but they they got a steal. I don't know what he's gonna do. I, like I said, I don't, I, I don't think expect him Trey, to be a fifteen points. I think with Cam, mm-hmm. I think with Cam, like he's gonna be a dude who, who gets them through that. Hey, Kyrie's not playing tonight, and James might, is is a it was doubtful. I think like it's it's those moments like throughout the season. I don't know how many times we're gonna see the big three together in Brooklyn. I almost said New Jersey in Brooklyn. Uh, I don't think I don't know how many times we're gonna see that, but he helps add that depth of like. 
look, obviously there's a drop off between those stars and him, but they will be there'll be a a Spencer Dinwiddie a, you know I, aspect exactly. to it of like of like yo he can come in and get you some buckets and help that offense moving for the next See, eight minutes. Microwave I think guy. You guys are, I think you guys are really gassing him. Like what did I what did I ask him to do? I said like I said I don't know what his always, role is, but if he's can no just just carry the the Nets when the stars are out. Be be like no, Spencer Dinwiddie twenty. No, this he's an inefficient dude who can get shots, but you just said I, Davion Mitchell can score against anybody. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I, I said he can get he can get to the lane against against anybody. Yo, that, so that's he can't. Different than you didn't watch this kid. Anybody. Just listen. All he need is eight to twelve points, bro. They not asking him for the world. He playing with exactly, three of the best yeah. players in the league. See, just you know, go be an I, issue so, for four minutes here. Four minutes. Cam, there. Cam Thomas. He he's an interesting one because he can definitely score. Like listen, obviously, they add he, Paul he's got a gift for scoring, but he he needs to change his decision making some to be an NBA scorer. It it could be like a Jordan Clarkson career arc for him where he goes from like early on in his career he's he's scoring some and it's like i'm not sure he's good in he's good and he's gonna be better than jordan clarkson. then he polishes some things off and then you look up and oh man jordan clarkson is really good all of a sudden look i'm i don't even care if he scores 20 points a game they need eight to ten points off the jody and listen he come off that bench and just give them eight that's a win they don't need a lot of shots because they're going to have, listen, James comes in. When Kyrie comes out, James plays the point. Now James gets to pass it to a kid that can just shoot. He's passing it to Patty Mills, not Cam Thomas. That, no, but listen, Patty going to be running the show too. So now James gets the rest. I'm telling you, dog, like I like that kid. Also, they're not playing all 82. Like he's going to have a lot right. of opportunities. He's going to have a lot I'm of opportunities. And you know what, Jay? When he when he crack and have a, a few good games, I'm gonna tag you every time. Every time, I'm and so sick time, of the King family shitting on scores. Listen, I can't even tell you. And anytime Davion Mitchell get a DMP, I'm gonna tag you too. Cause it's gonna be some of them too. He ain't gonna play all the time. Davion Mitchell is not gonna get DMP CDs. Yeah, I don't think he's getting right. DMPs. All right. The Kings aren't good enough for that. But uh, again, is he gonna get more minutes than than Fox and Halliburton? He's no, six I, one, bro. I, I get the Y'all feeling acting like he's he, gonna play a lot. With I don't them. know who he is. Y'all, I mean, unless he unless he got Sharif Cooper uh, draft prospect hype. I don't know. I don't know if I don't know who this kid is. I like, like Sharif. He started I, on Sharif. I, I, I like Sharif. I like Sharif, yeah, bro. He's really good. God, he's good. Man. Got that was my favorite dude at summer league, right? Like yeah, he was man, out he was there. So much fun. He was experimenting and stuff like that. Yo, um, he's dropping dimes. He's oh my god. Just the. It's amazing how he was able to slow down in the lane so that his guys could catch up cutting. Did you notice that? Like oh, he for really sure, like, yeah. No, I mean he's a real point guard. Like bro, he, he went could, from two way, he could shoot even a little. He went from two he way to like hey. This dude is going to play. Yeah. Look, it's it's only summer league, but it's funny to me cuz like I didn't watch him in college really at all, but oh, I've I watched been following, him all the time. I've been following him. his shit on on Instagram for years. So it's like all I've seen are like the highlights, right? That's all I've seen out of him. And so then watching him in summer, I was like, shit, this looks just like Instagram. This looks, <laughs> it looks just like House of Highlights and Ball is Life. Like, this is great. I love this shit. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like a Thawne Maker experience? No. Oh, my God. That fraud. God. By the way, I have nothing against Davion Mitchell. I'm just not. I'm not a buyer. Just wanted to I put, mean, they're rookies. I, I just they'll, wanted they'll, to put that out there. They'll probably all stink. I mean, oh. that's the thing, too. I don't who who is your sleeper rookie of the year right now? Is it Jaylen a sleeper Suggs. or is it an obvious? Is Jalen Suggs, Suggs a sleeper? He's in Orlando, I right? Think I, like, yeah, He's I think score a lot. I think Green, I think, I think Green and Cunningham are obviously your favorites. Like, and and Jalen Green's going to put up like twenty three oh. points a game. Depends, like, he's gonna be, though. Oh, yeah. Depends. I would put Suggs in that category too. I yeah. So Zach, I think depends. Suggs and and um and Green are. Their future is going to really be decided on how the teams move forward with two trigger happy guys. You got yeah, John Wall sure. and you got Cole Anthony. Cole Anthony not getting off that rock. I'm telling no, you that now. No, no, no. So uh, that I almost look. This is going to be crazy. I almost think Cole Anthony might be unplayable when Jalen Suggs is healthy. <laughs> I don't think you could put like because I just I, look. Cole's going to want to put him up. Oh, right? he's gonna be gunning because he's know, gonna be gunning. They don't got because there's no competition. There's him. AG. There's Markel. They got RJ. Uh, even Michael Carter Williams gonna get like time. Right? Team, like there's. I don't even like how that team is made up right now. That is no, a but very they're, nasty they tore team. everything down. They're just trying to get 
as much talent as possible in the figure. They asking who want to hoop at this point. You can go play. Yes, now exactly. Magic. Especially, <laughs> especially for big men and power forwards. Like they they're just like anybody. Wendell Carter, bro. Oh my god. I hope I like Wendell. I hope he's. I hope he's good there. Nice kid. He probably like, will be. He yeah. Got out of Chicago. That's gonna be rough. Um, yeah, Jalen Suggs is probably my favorite story of some. Well, other than like pissing off the city of Houston with a joke, uh, that's probably my favorite. Oh, that's so easy though. Yeah, they. Well, what's funny is they're like, so they got mad at me for making the joke about how like Shangun is is bad after one game, right? And I'm getting my mention just filled up, filled up, filled up, and they're like, and you said Christian Wood's not very good. I was like, I meant the Christian Wood thing. Oh, yeah, I didn't mean, I didn't mean the Shane Good thing, I mean, but I meant the Christian Wood thing. I don't think he's like he gets numbers, but we might have a Hassan Whiteside situation here. Did that one guy do a rant about you yet, or on Houston radio? Yeah, I I could not give a shit if he did. I don't know. <laughs> there's Very a ranter easy. on Houston radio. Oh yeah, I don't. There, I, I mean, don't, there's I, a ranter everywhere, but the Houston yeah. guys really. I'm, I'm going to sound like such a prick here. I don't care about local radio unless you're paying me to do a weekly spot. All right, that's just how it is. You were right. You did sound like a prick. <laughs> <laughs> Clip that, you nerds. Um, uh, yeah, I think Suggs was probably my... I mean, I don't know. Jalen Green was so fun. Josh Christopher was so fun. Um, Shangun was fun, right? Like, they, they, like Houston had a had a phenomenal draft, and we barely got to Second see... Second-year guys were fun. fun. What's you that? Know, like, Memphis, Memphis sent a real team, man. Like, yeah. Bain, Bain hey. and Tillman were fun. Hey, man, getting to see Michael Beasley out there was fun. Like, actually, that's that was a moment. blast. I, I didn't know. I didn't know Beasley. he was on the team till I, I didn't either. I was just walking by the court to go go work, and I was like, wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's Mike Beasley. Yeah, man. Because I've just seen him lately on Instagram, just like yelling. We them ones constantly after scoring on people play, playing King of the Court. Like it's to see him out there in a in an organized basketball environment again was fun. I, I love that he's still hooping because for a while I felt like he wasn't the type of guy who loved basketball. And, and now he's just like in summer league, just trying to continue the, the love affair with the game. And that, that speaks to me. I, I love guys who love hoop. Kenneth Freed's Shout only out to 30, Jamal Crawford. Kenneth, Kenneth Freed's only 31 years old. <laughs> is he really yeah yes he's uh, hey life be life and the fact that when i seen that <laughs> hey, when i seen that uh I, I forgot oh when dude when i seen that Kyrie was only 29 i was like yo yeah man that's it's, crazy man i know like we know. be it's funny. we be growing up with these dudes and i just be like yo he been in the league for a long time and you look and he like he just turned 30 hey you want to know something hey. crazy uh, Greg Monroe is also only 31. Yeah. Right. Yes. <laughs> probably wild. playing in the Adriatic League, right? Yeah, right. Um, exactly. After turning, I mean, remember he signed that qualifying offer. Oof. Oof. Man. You know, it's funny. I was thinking about this the other day, Trey, because, you know, the idea that LeBron is still this good this late, I, I don't know, man. I worry that you're going to run into a point where eventually the players just won't be the same quality and then all of the old guys are just going to age out of the league. Now, we're not there yet because the young guys in the league are really, really good. Uh, but, man, there are just not many jobs. Oh, no. And we've almost got like a little bit of basketball boomerism happening where you have so many good players that are What's going to be know, like the WNBA and where it's like Blame 144 and that's it. Mm-hmm. Like You're looking like, damn. Y'all stern on that number? Y'all don't want to go up a little bit? 144, that's it. I don't care if you have a household name or not. You're getting yeah. clipped. Yeah. But and there's it, so much it, talent. I've argued helps. for, like, they need they should expand because there's so much talent. They'd I mean, make more money. They've done that a little bit with the, I mean, they've expanded the roster right. a little bit with the two-way the two guys, ways, which yeah. I like. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think they will expand. I think, like, you know, Seattle will happen. I don't like the idea of forcing a, an even number of teams. I don't know if I would expand to two more teams right away, but um, but yeah, like Seattle's going to happen at some point, for sure. Look I think Vegas. I think Vegas is is probably yeah. Vegas will probably happen pretty too. likely, like, right? It's just always like it's like okay, well, how do we keep this even number of teams? Like most of our lives, like most of the NBA, you know, seventy five years they've had an odd it's like number twenty nine teams, teams yeah, or whatever like for a long time. It was yeah. twenty seven. It was twenty five. Like all that shit. Yeah. That just but blew my I, I mind. That, I never re- realized that till right now. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, until it wasn't until Charlotte came came back that it went to thirty. Yeah, I, I do think that you know if you get thirty two teams and if you really want to push for a balanced schedule, 
you can do it pretty easily. But I, I don't expect them to get rid of any games. You know, um, right? I think yeah, that yeah, yeah. we're we're stuck on eighty two. Vegas and Seattle, baby. Oh, what about that midseason tournament that that Adam Silver talked about this week? What, what are we doing? The FA Cup, basically. Yeah. Yeah. How do people? How do people that follow the Premier League care about the FA Cup? They'll show uh, up to a game. Does anybody care about it? I, I mean, it, you know, make the way any money on it. You incentivize the players by giving them money for winning, right? Right. Like that's, and then eventually, like, because what's funny is like if you get a a Minnesota or a Sacramento or Cleveland or Orlando or even like a Toronto or something like that, right? If you get one of those teams to win it, then you build like those fan bases will find a way to care about it. Like the Lakers winning the midseason tournament, they're not going to give a shit other than the money. Right. And well, Lakers the league, fan base won't care about it either. The league only cares about the money that they're going to get on the TV deal. And yes. the TV people just want cheap television because right. it's cheaper to produce a sport where you don't have to pay any of the production costs. Just just give me the feed. Right. You don't have to pay any writers. You don't have yeah. to pay any any stars. So it's just cheap television for them. For the league, they just want the money from the TV deal. I, I don't know. Do they care if anybody watches? I mean, maybe just for the next TV deal, but once you get it on one, who cares? It's built in. I feel like in soccer, there's a culture where stuff like that matters. In basketball, there's no such culture. Unless they they would have to build it to a place where teams care about it, players care about it. Otherwise, why should fans care about it? Um, yeah, it, know, can't, it can't look, look like the All-Star game, right? Yeah. Right. You can't have guys sitting load management but but i think i think the the way you do it i think the way you do it is you don't add games onto it you repurpose those like random january cleveland and sacramento tonight right instead of making that just a random regular season game you find a way to turn that into part of the tournament and so now like what should be the prize of winning to incentivize guys money but how much Money. money would would guys really care about i think like Add ping pong balls to it for the they, lottery. See that the players aren't going to give a shit about that. Here, well, here's right. a better chance well, to franchise draft are, They're not going to load manage players if they have a chance to to win five. Yeah, but it, but if players have a chance to win more money, like man, look, they make a lot of money, but they also Do like to all. win money. They Do like to all. win. I ping pong eh, balls I, and money. I don't think they're going to give a shit about ping pong balls. That's a very fan centric thing. Players care about money. Yeah. Like that's that's what that's going to be to get yeah, you play, want them to players care about don't this. want extra draft picks because then it takes spots away exactly right. So yeah. They, yeah. If, if the league put on like if they were going to skip the draft one year and they asked the players to vote on it, they would it would probably be unanimous, right? <laughs> Unless uh, Bronny's in that draft, then then LeBron's going to ask the Banana Boat Gang to that's right to, that's right to curry some favor with that. Um, <laughs> all right, let's get to. Uh, Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Let's get to the, the game show that everyone's clamoring for. Everyone's been talking about in the streets. It's called Sign or Sigh. Jay King loves it. Sign or Sigh. We're going to go through <laughs> a signing or trade from the offseason that we like and one that either we don't like or just we scratched our heads a little bit on, on this one. So, Jay, I'll start off with you. Sign or Sigh. Which one are you picking? I'm picking Sigh. Okay. And I'm going with. The DeMar DeRozan. I knew it. I knew you were going to do this. I knew this. I, I just, DeMar DeRozan is a good basketball player. He's a helpful basketball player. 
he has become a, a good passer. He evolved his game in San Antonio. He's still very productive. What the hell is Chicago thinking? That is the worst possible fit. Him, Levine, Another and Vucevic? you wrong about. Can't wait. Him, Levine, and Vucevic? How are they going to defend anybody? Well, they're probably bringing Markkinen back, right? No, Markkinen's out of there. It's Pat, Williams, <laughs> Pat, Williams, Pat Williams is a defender on the situation. And then also, I, I just, uh, Lon- they, and, and you they, got defense on Lonzo Ball and Caruso. Come on, dog. They gave up, they gave up multiple draft picks to overpay a guy who doesn't fit well on their roster and doesn't tangibly move the needle. Vucevic? That is going to be at best, at best, a six seed in the East, probably in the play-in tournament. And I just don't see it. I don't get it. I don't know why they're trying to fast-forward things. I loved Chicago's offseason until that very moment. The Lonzo thing was, was great. The Caruso addition was important. They were making moves that I thought helped them substantially without doing anything dumb and then they did something dumb i disagree so you got a disgruntled uh all-star on your team right sorry i almost called zach a superstar but i mean zach harper um but you know you got a disgruntled all-star on your team that was i'm very ready to, ready to dip if you didn't make any changes so what they did was go get DeMar DeRozan, who also played college basketball with Bucevic. And then they also improved their point guard position by getting Lonzo Ball and also adding a reserve in Caruso. Um, and this team is focused on getting to the playoffs, not trying to make, uh, you know, closely to it or bet on uh, potential. You know what I mean? Like they, they, they drafted okay the, the, the previous years, but it didn't pan out. Marketing is soft. He can go. Wendell Carter, they shipped him down to Florida. You know what I mean? Like, I, I like the move as a Bulls fan. And then also, like, I still think that DeMar has something left in the tank. I mean, he also, you know, when you when players leave San Antonio, they play a little bit better because they are not strapped down to the system. And he was able to, you know, do things that they hadn't been able to do for a long time. And he could be a primary ball handler as well. I'm not saying that the Bulls are going to win a championship but they'll be in a better spot than they've ever been in a long time. You got to think about it. As If I put my Bulls fan hat on, we sucked for a very long time. We got Derrick Rose. It has not mattered unless Derrick Rose is MVP or Michael Jordan was involved. Right. Like, so it's, so a, it's a lot time, of yeah. scrubby like situation. You know what I mean? So I, I like the move, man. It wasn't, it wasn't too crazy overall in that situation. But I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to please at me, J. King, if you're right. I will, I, my, I will apologize. Oh, he's going to be right. Yeah, he will. He will. I mean, he, even Demar if he's wrong, has been. It. Yeah. Well, you can't have Demar out there on defense with Vooch behind him. And, and you know, I, I with Jay, I loved what they did getting Lonzo and and signing Caruso because th- those are guys you need up up top when you've got Vooch behind you. And this kind of is going to kill that. And I'm just not sure how the fit works. I. Uh, he likes to operate in in the mid range space a lot. I mean, now what is Levine spacing to the corner when Demar has the ball? I just don't think that's great. I th- I think for me with the move, I like a lot of their moves individually. I don't see the plan yeah. altogether, but I think the smart thing about this move is Demar. Like, I don't know if people like Demar's probably still better than Levine. Right. Oh yeah. Like I so, mean, he's a so really great playmaker. And Zach Levine has said it. Right? Like he wants to be respected in his next contract. He's looking to get paid. He's probably looking for max, but he's looking he's looking to for a massive contract. What this does is gives them flexibility if they decide we don't want what he's asking for. Right. And Ooh. so you can either move him, you can sign and trade, you can do a lot of things with that. You like letting him just walk would be a mistake. Or you can bring them back and kind of see how it fits together at some point. But I think it gives them financial flexibility and roster flexibility to not be pigeonholed into whatever that next contract is for him. Now, he may end up justifying all. He may come back even better this year, right? All-star last year. Now, he's won Olympic gold. He's been around those guys. He's been in that environment. It may come back and, you know, I don't think it's going to turn him into a good defender or anything, but he may just be such a great offensive force moving forward that... 
that this looks like all right now this pairing can work but i think it, i think it's a smart move because it gives them flexibility i'm way more down on the fact that they traded two firsts and wendell carter jr for vucevic at the deadline i think that's a much worse move than what this DeRozan move is so multiple i mean at least they didn't <laughs> trade for and sign Devonte graham right that's you know that's the side for me <laughs> like, right yeah uh, I, I that's do like, an odd I do one. like uh, so uh, there was a couple of a couple of I guess Devonte Graham fans on Twitter, uh, which is a weird a weird avenue to to hold down. But there were a couple when I was like, yo, I hate the signing. I don't like the money or whatever. I don't like giving up a first for him. And they're like, they're like, and I, you know, someone was pushing back. I said he shoots thirty eight percent from the field. And they're like, oh, there you go, going by field goal percentage. I'm like, okay, go to fucking effective field goal percentage. Fifty one percent. That's still bad. That's not bad. good for a guard. Like. I get most of his shots are threes, and he's a little above league average for three point percentage. But like, that's a dude who all right, he can pass. Like, he's a pretty good playmaker, right? He's not great, but he's pretty good. Um, he doesn't turn the ball over a ton, so that's good. But he can't defend. He can't make shots. And you just gave him ten a year, plus gave up a first for him. I kind of like his offensive fit next to Zion, though. I, I wouldn't have paid him that much money. I wouldn't have let go of of Lonzo so that. I could sign him, but if if your goal as a franchise is to turn Zion into a point forward, which I think should be the goal because yeah, he like has that, that type that's of talent, be what they're doing, yeah. Then having a point guard who shoots like seventy five percent of his shots from three and does it pretty darn well is a very good offensive fit, and I, I think adding more threats around Zion needs to be a, a substantial goal for that franchise moving forward. So from that standpoint, I didn't hate it. From every other standpoint, like he's a limited player on on both ends of the court, really. But and and I just I never understood how little they valued Lonzo Ball. And especially how little they valued Lonzo Ball next to Zion because I, I felt like those two could have been really good for each other for a long time if they decided to keep them together. The Alonzo thing makes no sense to me. I mean, he's so good. Yeah, I mean, I, I just think I he, didn't, he didn't want to be there. I don't think they wanted to pay him the money it was going to take to keep sure. him. Like, I kind of get it, but I would much rather just – I would much rather create an Eric Gordon situation. Like, yo, we're matching your offer. Right. Sheet. Like, you're playing here until we decide that we don't want you anymore. Or you become yeah. an unrestricted free agent. Like, that's probably what I would have done. But I – I sort of get it from the idea of like you don't want guys who don't want to be there. I I I, I guess I get it. I don't know, man. I think yeah. when you're a team that needs talented players and and assets, uh, you should try to keep the talented players that you have on the roster and try not to trade out assets for less talented players. That so, is well, that is. Accurate. I know that's I a hot take. That. But, <laughs> I, agree, I agree with that. Um, <laughs> Dave, what about for you? Sign yeah. or sigh for something. Well, I mean, the, the Lonzo signing I thought was was fantastic, and, and for all the reasons that we kind of laid out, um, and, and then that gets sort of shot in the foot, and and now I'm uh, I'm caught kind of fumbling a little bit trying to think of what my favorite move was. Honestly, man, it was a, a lot of it was just that I thought some of the teams that needed to stand pat actually did, and, and I'm looking at the Sixers in particular, bringing back Danny Green, and you know it has to be a Danny Green thing, but. Bringing back Danny Green and I not known he was going to say Danny well, Green, but not Wise trading be Ben Simmons right now, <laughs> but not trading Ben Simmons. I think uh, is a good thing for the Sixers because man, they were pretty good last year, and, and then the wheels kind of fell off in the playoffs a little bit, and part of that was having to go next man up, and they just didn't have a lot of depth, and so the warts start to to come out, and, and so I'm really curious to see. Whether they actually do move Ben Simmons at all, I mean, they're asking for a ton, which is a smart move because they're good, right? Why break up what is a pretty good team unless you're going to get a huge I haul? Mean, like, I'd, if you can get Damian Lillard, certainly do it. I'd be shocked if he was a sixer. If 2 5 was a sixer by um, the by trade Christmas, deadline? By Christmas. See, but this is my thing, though, is it, I think it's at least taking, like, it's at least worth taking another look at it because they had a pretty good season I mean, yeah they did no for sure but here's the problem is like the fact that all the communication is now going through rich paul well that that's the whole behind the scenes thing that i just 
do not care about. I, no, you, like, but that, just but yo, that, show up and do that, your job. But that yeah, matters. Like that that shows oh, sure. me that like he may not be he may not be there by training camp, right? Like when when it gets to that point, you don't really see a resolution of like you know what we'll figure it out together. Like that's not what happens. I don't think but, anyone involved wants them to be together. Like if I were Ben Simmons, I and, do. And, and I'm the only and person. Doc, <laughs> and Bede and Doc Rivers both came out and were pretty public about how I failed in that playoff series. I don't want to go back there. If I'm Embiid, if I'm Doc Rivers, if I'm the rest of that Philadelphia roster, if I'm Daryl Morey, I'm thinking this guy is not the right fit. He hasn't progressed enough over the years. He doesn't seem to be making any substantial strides as a shooter, which is really important, especially next to Embiid. I want him gone too. So if 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 he's still there, I I I don't know what I'll do, but I'll try the crate challenge. <laughs> <laughs> if if he if he plays more than five games for the 76ers next year, I will try the crate challenge. Wow. I wouldn't be shocked if if he's traded before before camps open, but I I'm just hopeful that he's not going to be. Like I don't want him to be traded. I actually I want to see this team get another chance. Why? And look, man, why like we why don't <laughs> we knock question. Draymond that's Green? Like we don't knock Draymond Green for the same stuff that that he does that's similar to Ben Simmons, right? We just don't. And and to me, when you can get a guy who can affect the game in in the myriad of ways that Ben Simmons can at a high level, I just think that those guys are worth having on your team. Like he's a really, 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 really good player. But here's yeah. the difference. And the Dray- one issue that he's got is glaring, but Draymond has the same issue. No, here's the difference. Draymond has always proven more valuable in the playoffs because his intellect is so important, because obviously the fit matters with Steph. He you know, engineers four on three fast breaks, basically in the half court. Obviously that matter. But Draymond has always risen his level of play in the playoffs. Whereas Ben Simmons, he gets to the playoffs and becomes a pumpkin. And, and so there is a huge, huge difference between the two in my eyes for that reason. And if you want to say Simmons will look, would look different if, if he had, you know, that type of situation, if he had more shooting around him, that's, hey, that's okay, boring, but it's all theoretical. It's all theoretical, right. right? Right now, what we've seen, he's always gotten to the playoffs, and teams have been able to take him away, and and that that matters a lot. I, I don't disagree with that. I, I just I would like to have seen it at a hundred percent. They were they were really good for the season, and I thought that they had a chance to to make the finals uh, potentially. I mean, the shooting was going to be an issue I, I think if they wound up running into Brooklyn it was going to be a big problem but they could have hung with with the Bucks, I think and and losing Danny Green really hurt them just because they didn't have anybody like the, the next man up just wasn't the same the same quality and then with Embiid's knee it was pretty obvious that he was laboring against the Hawks so I don't know I, I'd like to see what it looks like if they're healthy it's gonna look like but that's that. just me. It's gonna, I, it's gonna, I like weird. It's gonna teams, look like though. the big point guard is still afraid to do anything in the fourth quarter. That's what it's gonna look like. I mean, that's the the biggest issue is that he's not a fucking point guard. Right. Well. Right. Tell the Sixers that. Uh, Trey, before we get out of here, sign or sigh. What do you? What, what's something that you like? Uh. So for sigh, I uh, man. Man, it was it was a lot that I sighed on, but <laughs> I'll give one. I'll give one. I giving Sorry, Evan Fournier over here. giving Evan Fournier seventy eight million instead of just giving Reggie Bullock thirty. I thought that was. <sighs> I don't like that in terms of the money, I, the I value. Like, I like that Evan can hoop though, but it's the Knicks, so I you know I didn't expect too much crazy. <laughs> um, what about losing Caruso for the Lakers? That was a sigh. My side was honestly that was weird. Honestly, though, my side is just these Lakers signings, bro. Like the meme team has come to life. This was 2013. It would be fire, but I sighed on that just because they only returning four players. Well, three. Dwight don't really count because he was on the team previously, <laughs> but 
I, I sighed at that because they just assumed like it was just automatic chip and not understanding like chemistry matters and health matters in this league. So I sighed on that and then the sign. Um, I liked um, I liked the Lonzo Ball move for the Bulls. Yeah, and then I also liked that. Uh, I liked that um, the Hornets were able to bring back Rozier. Yeah, I don't know if I love the money. If he plays like he did last year for the next four years, I'm in on that. But I, I just look at with the cap, with this, with the cap doing and stuff like that. Like, sure, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I mean, guys are just going. They gonna they gonna yeah. cash in. It is what it is. Like I'm not. And shout out to shout out to Tom Haverstraw. I love them picking up Ish Smith on five million. You feel me? That's a, shout that's out to, oh, shout yeah. to Ish still being able to cash check. So yeah, I'm always down that's for a, that. That's a great signing. Um, all right, that's gonna do it for this edition of the Basket Buds portion of the Athletic NBA Show podcast. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the Athletic, theAthletic.com, best coverage in sports for anything that you want to consume. Also, I got a little project. That I think it's starting Monday when you listen to this. Uh, so just go to theathletic.com, check out the singular team recaps for the offseason, what it means for next year. And uh, other than that, follow Dave, follow Jay, follow Trey, follow me, follow The Athletic, and make sure you keep it locked on The Athletic. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic.